Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. Uh, we're up here on Ben Buckler again. Uh, it's uh, the day after Boxing Day, whatever they call that, Recovery Day, I think. It's still a public holiday here in Sydney. And uh, there are people fishing off the rocks. It's quite beautiful to watch. Uh, the ocean is incredibly calm. It's very friendly today. So uh, good luck to the lifesavers. Uh, Christmas Day and Boxing Day, the ocean has been really, really good. There have been a few little rips and the uh, Lifesavers have been just trying to persuade the thousands of people on Bondi Beach not to go out beyond, beyond the sandbank. It was really safe inside the sandbank, but outside wasn't. So they even had uh, jet skis patrolling. <laughs> but uh, it seems there was uh, 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 less ambulances and police cars roaring past uh, Campbell Parade during the day yesterday so uh, I can only assume things went relatively and that's uh, again relative to other suburbs of the world relatively low-key there was still about 20 ambulance and police cars roaring past at different times uh, in an extreme hurry to sort something out it's usually my metric of uh, how much people have drunk and how many fights there are but look, uh, we're here not to talk about that today. We're here to talk about the cone of consciousness, you know, got to, should, need to, want to, desire to, choose to, love to. We're talking about this uh, cone. You've seen it many times on the website. Uh, and I think it's, uh, some people would say it's uh, very similar to Maslow's hierarchy. And I wouldn't argue that the first four levels of the cone of consciousness are exactly uh, Maslow's hierarchy, self-actualization is a want-to place of life. Uh, excuse my uh, sniffing, but I certainly have. Santa bought me a flu for Christmas, and so I've been celebrating Christmas, uh, a lot of it sleeping. <laughs> but that aside, when you see the cone of consciousness, what do you see? Do you see ways to think? Do you see uh, a mathematical formula, seven to one ratio at the bottom, one to one at the top? Do you see the pyramids of Egypt? Do you see the hierarchy of all existence, seven layers of all existence, from the highest realm of the soul, inspiration and, uh, and love, all the way down to Gotu, which is the highest realm of human emotion whichever way you translate this or a tree with the leaf at the top and the roots at the bottom actually it's not the way i see it i see the cone of consciousness as a as a card game and i'd like to explain that got to in the human consciousness is the joker of the pack in a game of poker or a game or any game actually that includes the joker the joker is the, the the powerful card the joker can do anything it can be any card it can trump any card it can change the the course of a game and so got to for me is the most powerful card in the pack it's the joker when we play it and say the word, I've got to do something. Uh, we are playing our trump card. We are saying, uh, this is no choice. This is a no option. 
variable. This is a, a plan A with no plan B. It's, it's the motivation technique of, a, uh, of some American coaches, which is, uh, which is burn the bridges, no plan B, go for it. <clears throat> I admire the Joker in the pack. Gotu for me is a powerful, powerful card. If you play it, it's by choice. You're choosing to play the Gotu card. When you hear yourself say it, when you hear someone else say it, and you respond to it in, in some form of action, you've played your trump card. Trouble is, there's only a couple of them in the pack, sometimes only one. You can play that card whenever you want. It's not wise to try to play it twice in the one game. So on a daily basis, you might get a choice to play your Joker once, maybe twice, if you play two card games in a day. But the bottom line is, it's, it's your trump card. It's the most powerful card. When you play it, you play it everything you put behind it, uh, it goes into it. And so it, it does change the game. The second card up is of course the four aces. And that should. When you ace someone or ace something, it's because it's right or wrong. So when we play our aces, we're basically saying, given the joker has been eliminated from the pack, I'm now playing my four aces. There are four um, suits in a pack of cards, hearts, diamonds, spades, and, and the other one, <laughs> clubs. There are four suits, and you can allocate your shoulds, your aces accordingly. And so during the course of the day, you've got four chances to trump the pack, to use your aces. Remember in poker, four aces? Wow, that used to be the cheater's hand. So they are the next most powerful card. Once you've burnt through your joker and you're into your aces, you're trying to ace yourself and ace people. And uh, it's a great game because you, it does win. And it does ace people. You should do this and you shouldn't do that. I should do this and I shouldn't do that. It's a, it's a really powerful card to play and uh, it wins. It wins games. So all religious people are bound by the, by the ace and they are not interested in, in, a, in a straight or any other form of card think they, they really want the four aces in their hand. I'll do a lot, even cheap, to get them. That makes them quite a powerful card. The next card up, of course, is the king. And when we, when we uh, start collecting kings in a pack of cards, again, there are four, uh, we are talking about our needs. So the king of all the... of all the next set of cards after you've played your gotus and you've played your shoulds the king is your needs and uh, that, that's very powerful knowledge and very powerful awareness to say this is what I need 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 and uh, needs are typically expressed in business and in personal life in very powerful sets of you know if you don't give me what I need you won't get what you want which is, given all the other cards are being played, what we want is uh, what's 
if someone else has got all the kings in their hand, what we want is the next best, which is the queen. Saying what I want is a luxury, and nobody would argue that, that when you buy an iPhone, you can say, do I need an iPhone, or do I want an iPhone, or do I need a new house, do I want a new house, do I need a new car, do I want a new car. It's uh, very funny that people who've lost all their kings will revert to their queens and start speaking about what they want without fulfilling what they need first. And uh, that's like a fairly weak, starting to get a fairly weak hand because the aces, the joker, the kings are all gone. And then we're hoping now for four queens or some run of cards where the queen is very highly involved. So want is uh, less powerful. It's uh, certainly, if it's not built on aces and kings and what have you, it's uh, starting to sort of dig down into the pack. But it's also very emotive and very uh, driven by the heart, I suppose. And so we can say if we're asking to what we want, but we're not speaking from a point of view of the strength of need, then we're playing on a fairly hopeful hand. The rest of the cards from Queen Jack all through to, to the one are scattered through the higher places of our life. And that's where we're playing. We're trying to piece the whole thing together into other forms of winning hands. So we've, if we play our ace, we play our joker, we play our kings, queens, now we're looking to piece things together with what's left in the hand, uh, what's left in our hand. And that's the jack all the way up to the one. The number one card is a funny card. It's a very strange card. In fact, it's the ace. You might like to think about this, how your options narrow as you rise to love to and how the the consciousness cone is actually a game of cards. You might want to think about it because life is actually, when you really get down to it, a game we play. It's a game we play with our thoughts and it's a game we play with our mind. Unfortunately, suffering is the result of playing badly because we gamble. We gamble on the hand of cards we've got and the hand of cards we've got is sometimes uh, you know, we, we pick up the hand that's been dealt to us and we've got to make the best of that. And we sometimes do have a got to in there. We sometimes do have a, a joker in there or a couple of kings and a queen and a, and a few twos. Sometimes when we're playing a, a game with 10 cards, we get a, quite a spectrum and we've got to sort those cards in order. And I think it's exactly the same as life, you know. There are going to be a hand of cards you get dealt on a daily basis and you do have to put them in sequence and choose which ones are going to be your most powerful cards and winning sometimes and gambling puts you in a place where you have to use your got to card you've got to use the got to card to win so it's not a matter of uh, uh of alienating yourself from the full pack of cards and saying i only want to play with twos and threes in the higher realms of consciousness it's a matter of saying, well, I, every day I get dealt a hand of cards and I know I can play, I can arrange them in any format and there's a winning structure and there's a losing structure and I gamble on it every day. I gamble, I gamble the celebration of life. I gamble the ability to be in the moment. I gamble my future on it. I gamble a lot with 
I gamble my, uh, the suffering of my own life and the suffering of my family and the suffering of the world. I gamble this on how I play my cards. And I think getting those cards right and working out your options, I think that's really important. This is Chris. You have a great day. Bye.